0: Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hey, welcome to a special episode of the LTI podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'm the founder of LTI, and you're about to get to hear a little snippet of a recent sports med webinar that we did, sports med and laser therapy. So you'll hear me just a bit, but you're mostly going to be hearing the voice of Dr. Agnieszka Kluczy, who is a veteran LTI member. She runs her own laser therapy practice out in Illinois, and she's going to be talking to you about caring for sprains using laser therapy if you want to hear more about this if you also want to hear about using laser to help with mild traumatic brain injury and also overuse syndrome you can actually go watch the whole webinar right now for free just go to our website lasertherapyinstitute.org you'll be able to find the link there you can get to the whole one hour webinar it's a pretty, pretty great webinar, kind of a little bit of an intro to sports med. If you want to know a lot more about sports med and laser therapy, especially if you're a sports med provider already, you want to incorporate laser therapy or get better at offering laser therapy, we actually have a sports med course you can get. So go to the website, click on the offers tab, and then you'll see the sports med course where you can get started today. But without further ado, here is our webinar excerpt.
1: So what we know about K-laser therapy is that it is FDA-cleared for pain, as Jason said earlier. Now, reducing pain that's associated with these sprains, as you know, is going to help with their rehab progress, right? They feel better. They could do a little bit more, um, which is going to increase the the mobility as well. Now, what does the research say about connective tissue healing, okay, with high-intensity laser therapy? As a growing field of laser therapy, there's not a lot of studies, but we're gonna talk about a really good one. Next slide. So the research here um, that we're gonna go over is high-power laser therapy, which improves healing of the equine, yes, I did say equine, suspensory branch in a standardized lesion model, okay? So from a comparative physiological point of view, the composition, meaning the makeup and the biomechanical function of the distal suspensory branch in a horse if you guys don't know where this is at, I would look it up because it's pretty interesting to see where that distal suspensory branches in a horse. And it shows actually a lot of similarities um, with us in humans, our Achilles tendon. So a lot of the research that we can, based off of the, um, this specific research, we can extrapolate it to um, be similar to the human Achilles tendon. Now, once you look at the anatomy of the horse, and this very specific ligament, you could see that the loading and the strain of it, therefore, will be different. Next slide. So the study was done on 12 warm-blooded horses, um, which had ultrasound-guided surgery to create core lesions in all four of their lateral suspensory branches. And now a four-wavelength class 4 15-watt laser was then used daily for four weeks on just two of the four legs on each horse, so there's 12 horses, while the other two did not receive any treatment pro post, um, post uh, lesion. Now, six horses were used for a short-term evaluation, so four weeks, and then the other six were used for a long-term evaluation, six months. Now, all lesions were then evaluated using ultrasound and MRI at the beginning and the end of the study to show the correlation. So now the findings or the results of this study indicated a positive effect of high-powered laser therapy on tendon healing in horses based on the ultrasound. So we weren't just going based off of anything. We actually had something um, to see the before and the after um, of the the actual um, surgery. And so the multi-frequency high-powered laser therapy is effective for enhancing both healing of the suspensory branch ligament in the horse. Now on the ultrasound, uh, the laser treated lesions um, showed significantly better results. So enlargement of the lesion in the short-term group was lower, which is um, often correlated with overuse or continued use, which think about our patients, right? What do they do? They have these, what they call minor injuries and they keep using it over and over. And then they come back and say, why am I not getting better? I was feeling better. Well, yeah, you felt better. Now you're overdoing it, right? So we see that in our patients all the time. So now as an increased Doppler signal, um, based off of that, that ultrasound during treatment, during the treatment period was present in the laser treated group compared to the control group. And then on the MRI in the short-term and long-term group, uh, the lesions were significantly smaller. And then the mean signal significantly lower in the treatment groups. So we know that laser therapy can help with pain, once again, and that it may protect uh, torn tissues from further damage while they're helping them heal. And that's what we're going to talk about next is um, a few more studies regarding different types of um, sprains. So this study talks about uh, favorable short-term effects of, or um, on the recovery of patients with with ankle sprains with visible red with uh, visible red laser. Um, another one, effective pain and edema, uh, or effective for pain and edema in the initial phase of ankle sprain. So once again, whether it's an athlete or it's somebody who um, you know is out mowing their lawn and they end up spraining their ankle, we could see kind of a little bit of everybody. Um, and last uh, article here was statistically significant reduction in the volume of edema after 24 hours. Um, so the faster people come in with their injuries, the better and the quicker the recovery. So now a complete diagnosis um, by MRI and/ or ultrasound um, with some type of dynamic stress testing is going to be very important to help guide your treatment and/ or potential surgical referral if possible, and of course, if necessary, because not everybody needs that. Now, the goal of laser treatment is to, once again, to reduce pain, but in the process, speed along the healing in mild and moderate frames. Um, and as Jason said earlier, um, we treat from the origin, through the length, and then the insertion of the ligaments. So if we talk about the Achilles tendon, we're gonna work all the way through the calf, all the way through the Achilles tendon into its insertion point. Uh, We talked a little bit earlier about the different types of sprains. So grade one, two, and then three. Grade one and two work really, really well with improving within about two weeks. Um, Now, if improvement is not satisfactory, right? That's what we want to add in some additional testing, maybe um, some ultrasound for, um, not for therapy, but in terms of being able to diagnose or for MRI. Now, even if somebody has a grade three sprain, they will still qualify for laser therapy. Um, Once again, we're not going to correct a grade three sprain, especially if there is um, a lot of tearing within the area and surgical intervention is necessary, but we can help with a lot of the pain and inflammation and swelling prior to surgery or if uh, surgery is delayed at any point, um, then that's also a feasible modality we can use for those patients. But once again, don't expect to correct or 100% heal that, um, that grade three sprain. So now let's talk a little bit about sprain treatment. Oftentimes we are asked, well, how long is this going to take, right? So you wanna give them an idea. If it's more mild, we're gonna do a few treatments, right? Let's do six treatments. After six treatments, let's do a reevaluation. Let's see how much progress you've made. And then we'll we'll make some determining factors after that. Um, If it's more moderate cases, about 16, you know, this is ballpark, everybody's different. Some people will understand, hey, I can't go back to sewing or knitting or throwing or whatever it might be. And they might heal a little bit faster. And other people think that, okay, I feel better after four to six treatments. I'm going to go, you know, hitting that golf club or go work in my garden. And they're going to take a little bit longer. So now how often do we need to treat? So for mild cases, approximately three times a week for two weeks, this is where I throw in a reevaluation. I find it very beneficial because some patients will say, hey, I'm not doing any better. And then I sit and I ask them, okay, what have you been doing? Oh, yeah, I've been cleaning my house. I've been painting my bathroom. I've been doing all these things. Well, so you have been doing better because you've been able to do all these things. So how about we step it back a little bit, get in a few more treatments and, you know, not do as many things because we feel so great. Um, now for moderate cases, three times a week per week for two weeks. Um and then two treatments per week for about three weeks. Once again, every patient is different, every circumstance is different. So, reevaluation, maybe if it's not a full, thorough reevaluation, but if you're just kind of evaluating them every time they come in, that's going to speed along the process and be able to find something that they're doing that maybe is impeding proper healing as well. And before I talk about the settings, that kind of goes into other considerations with patients that. Potentially it might be overdoing it, right? Supporting them or immobilizing. There's sometimes where I need to get in there and do some type of um, immobilizing um, type of brace, whether it's a knee or a foot, shoulder, whatever it might be, because those patients do feel better a lot faster after laser therapy and they want to get back into everything that they're doing. So that's supported immobilization, even if it's kinesio tape, that works fantastic as well. And then there's your other things that you can incorporate, your regenerative type of injections. Um, Regarding the settings, some presets are great. Um, your local too from your um, LTI settings uh, work absolutely fantastic for, for tissue healing as well as some other settings as well.
0: Nice. Thanks, Doc. That's good. Uh, since you since you mentioned um, taping, this is probably a good spot to say if you've got K-tape, athletic tape, um, a bandage, a cast, whatever you've got on the skin, it's going to block your laser. You can't laser through a cast or through tape so do make sure you pull that bandage off you take that walking boot off you do something to get to the skin because you'll you just can't get laser to penetrate through those hard materials uh, even if it's just thin tape so awesome thank you very much doc subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy check out our patient focused podcast healing at the speed of light a great resource for your patients For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.